I'm Jason. And I'm Luke. We're the guys from That Film Stew, and this is our latest review, Totally Killer. Directed by Ninachka Khan, Totally Killer is the black comedy slasher film produced by Jason Blum and starring Kieran Shipka. The movie is out now on Amazon Prime, but if you haven't watched Totally Killer yet and you want to, go watch it first before listening to our full review. We will be talking spoilers. Before we get into it, make sure you subscribe and download this podcast on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, wherever you can find us, and feel free to leave us a review. And follow us on social media, where on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as That Film's New Podcast. So Luke, what is Totally Killer about? 35 years after the shocking murder of three teens, the infamous Sweet 16 Killer returns on Halloween night to claim a fourth victim. 17-year-old Jamie ignores her overprotective mum's warning and comes face-to-face with the masked maniac and, on the run for her life, accidentally time travels back to 1987, the year of the original killings. Forced to navigate the unfamiliar and outrageous culture of the 1980s, Jamie teams up with her teen mum to take down the killer once and for all before she's struck before she's stuck in the past forever. All right, so this is this is one of those kind of kinds of movies, you know, we've we've got a bit of a genre mesh here. Slasher film, bit of sci-fi, comedy, mix it all together. Um oh hell, even it's a teen movie, you know, like we've got teenage things happening, teenage shenanigans. Um it's a great, it's a great genre mash. Um, from the from the trailers, pretty much yeah, given like offering what what they've got in store for us um, had me hooked. I was, I mean, it, it came pretty quick. It was like, here's a trailer, movies around the corner. All right, cool. I'm excited, and here it is. I'm watching it, and I'm enjoying it. It's yeah, this pretty much delivers what was promised. It really does. But based on that first trailer. Both of us thought it was a Christopher Landon movie. The guy that directed Happy Death Day, Freaky, it definitely has that feel, but you do have the Blumhouse connection. And talking about the genre mash, it is Back to the Future meets Scream. That is what this movie is. Now, I watched this Saturday night. I think it came out on the Friday. Saturday, I watched it. I put it on. My wife was getting ready to go to bed. She wasn't too interested. It started off to be what looked like a slasher movie. The time travel aspect interested her. She watched the whole movie. She had no intention on doing so. So this movie definitely has a good hook. And the the Sweet 16 killer, visually has a pretty, you know, good look. And they've mashed two things together there. So the killer mask is a mix between Max Headroom, Billy Idol. It works. (laughs) It absolutely works. Remember Max Headroom years ago, Matt Frewer? That's a good show. And, of course, we all know Billy Idol. It, it, It works well. And you need that. You need something that just hits just like Ghostface in Scream. So it's working. Like, it already feels familiar, even though it's a brand new thing. 
Yeah, and look, you know, you mentioned Back to the Future, Scream. This movie doesn't even shy away from addressing directly those two movies. You know, like they they name drop them and say like, "Hey, have you watched Back to the Future? That this is what is happening right now." Um, yeah, you know, like haven't you watched Scream? Like there are rules and blah blah blah. And it's like, what Scream? Oh, that hasn't come out yet. Like they directly talk about them. This movie knows what it is. And I think it's all the better for it because absolutely, yeah, it just embraces it and it has fun with it. This is this is what we want to do. That's the whole concept and idea. And then they deliver on it, and it's like. But yeah, then, cool. if we're looking at Back to the Future, in that film, Marty is trying to get his parents together. In this film, Jamie Hughes is trying to stop her parents getting together because it's too early. They're not supposed exactly. to hook up yet. So too young, too horny. <laughs> it's familiar, it's but different enough. It just made me laugh. Avengers Endgame, Scott Lang oh, yeah, is right. referencing Back to the Future. This movie is referencing both Back to the Future and Avengers Endgame. It just made me chuckle. Yeah, I saw Endgame. <laughs> Yeah, that they're referencing. And the names in here, like, you know, the main character, his surname is Hughes, of course. You know, John Hughes. There's references right. to Molly Ringwald, who starred in a lot of his movies. You know, she's got her snobby friends. They are the Mollies. Each one dresses up as a different Molly Ringwald character. That I liked. But do you know what? What I didn't like about this film is and it's been happening more so lately is that it's it's become now more of a caricature of the 80s you know when they really like turn it up and it's like it wasn't really like that so it, it's it's almost like this movie is like the 80s was in a previous movie and that movie was like the 80s was in the movie before that and it's getting to the point where it is coming just too silly i think I, I get what you're saying i think it works when they do that in a in a in a comedy setting like this because then you get sort of like the because it you know you get that goofy vibe i mean like uh, what's a good comparison like hot tub time machine where do they go back to the 80s yeah 80s yeah it's 80s right same sort of thing it's like there's stuff happening in there and it's all very heightened you know like a very heightened interpretation of that decade and and the trends and the the things like almost like a mishmash something like the goldbergs it does the same thing it's like it it's does mishmash of, i know but i think you know, where we're at now is that instead of basing what's happening on the 80s like modern film and tv shows they're basing their 80s what they've seen in other 80s media I mean, just as an example of that, so in this film, when when they go to the cabin to play beer pong, if you're in the 80s and looking at movies in the 80s, you know, with teenagers, they weren't playing beer pong. They were playing quarters. It was a different thing. But, you know, it's, it's like this 80s movie. Okay, so what are other 80s movies or TV shows doing? Let's, let's use that version of the 80s right, okay. instead of yeah. what actually... Happen. And then it dilutes from there. I get that. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, whilst we're talking, like, you know, like with the different decades, because I mean, that's a big part of this movie, and a lot of, I suppose, what this movie has to say. Um, the stuff with, um, 
you know, with Jamie, you know, being a teenage girl in 2023 and going back to, you know, like the mid eighties, there's obviously like, there's a big difference in, you know, like the times social, you know, standards and, and just like what's politically correct and all that kind of stuff. This movie very easily could have really pushed like, you know, like the, the woke culture kind of like, oh, look, we're trying to say something here and, and all that. I think how they handled this, like her commentary on things that might be deemed as like racist or problematic or sexist or, you know, like, you know, like girls should be out, you know, owning their independence and getting it done and all that kind of stuff. It's handled really well. Like in a, in a it would make sense that this character is looking at this deck of being like, wow, this is gross because she exists in a world that has been teaching her that it's like, you know, there's a better way to be looking at stuff. Again, up to interpretation. But I, I like that how yeah. they can, as well as all the, you know, like the pop culture, the fashion trends, all the general, you know, go-to stuff for the 80s. This is just a fun way to be like almost poking fun at sort of woke culture as well, being like, you got to not be so strung up like this is and again this is kind of negating what you were saying like this is how it was you know like sensibilities of of that times it was with the a a different way with the character jamie like that character gets better for me towards the end but for the majority of this movie when she is in 1987 she is a massive buzzkill she is for (laughs) me the most annoying character in the movie. Like even worse than the frat life. boy that's burping on her and just being gross. No. Like she, I'm like, come on. I, mean, I do like that obviously in the present day, she's got issues with her mum, played by Julie Bowen, modern family. She's mm. great. She's really good here. I mean, it's a shocking opening to the movie. Like she's murdered before the time travel, which is hokey, but it's fun and it works. You just go with it. But then in the past, like you've got this character, Jamie, you know, she's very opinionated. And all of a sudden, her mum's the bitch of the school. And like, I want <laughs> nothing to do with her. And it's that thing, you know, you have that thought. If you had the ability to go back in time and you were in the same year of school with your parents, would you be friends? Would they like you? It's that thing, isn't it? It's, it's I've been asking these questions since 1985, man. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting, and and it works. And as young Pam Miller, we've got Olivia Holt, and she's great. And over the duration of the movie, she warms to Jamie. They develop a friendship, and then you've got all the other Mollies as well. And the Sweet 16 killer that keeps turning up, this is a gory movie. Like they are not shying away from violence, from blood. So it is a proper slasher movie. It is, and you know, I think because of the overall tone, and it's like, hey, look, this movie is quite playful and you know, funny and goofy. It, it was almost kind of shocking every time there was like someone being stabbed, and and this movie makes a point that it's like when when the Sweet Sixteen killer kills he stabs him 16 times so there's, there's well that legit, yes like, he's stabs, very stabs. violent very violent <laughs> like, i mean this movie like, wow yeah it has a body count of six tiffany heather doug marissa norm and chris 
while Pam is killed in 2023, Jamie successfully alters the future to save her from dying. This leaves the count at six. So there is six people stabbed 16 times. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's very violent. I've got to be honest, I didn't plan on watching this with my wife. It's something that I've noticed, right? We've commented on it before, and, I, and other people have as well. If you go back to the 80s and 90s and watch films from that time, teenagers look as though they're like 20 or 30 years old. They look a lot older. So there's something with that. You don't necessarily feel like you're watching a young person's film. Watching this film, at times, and they're in high school, and you know the main characters are girls, and it's like it feels like I'm watching a girly teen movie. So I was a little yeah. bit like, oh, you know, at times, but I moved away from that, and and I went with it. And, and There's it, enough blood. There's enough blood. There, there is, there is. But you know what I mean, though. It's like, I mean, you, I'm guessing, watched it with your wife as well. Oh, for sure. 100%. Yeah. So, it, so at times it felt like I was watching like a teen chick flick, but it ended up becoming obviously more than that. You got time travel. You got this uh, this killer, but you've also got Randall Park as sheriff. <laughs> Dennis Lim. Randall Park, I've got to be honest, right? I feel like Randall Park is Randall Park in everything, but I like Randall Park, so I am okay with that. Do you know what I mean? Like, he was a little bit like, more miserable in this one, which is a little I bit I mean, different. oh, come on. No. I mean, I, I no, I don't. <laughs> He's, you know... Fresh off no, the boat, of all of his MCU, like come on, no, come on. Randall out Park, of all of his young rock, like... <laughs> he's 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 notched up his 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 grisly assholeness in this one a bit, not by much, but just enough to be like, I see a little difference here. This is a more antagonistic character than ever before. <laughs> like, no, you're right. He's, Honestly, he's pretty, like, yeah, because you know what, like, it's pretty consistent. <laughs> yes, I like him, but come on. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> he's got a speed that he does very well, and I'm more than happy to see yeah. him yeah, turn up and do that same speed, that same performance, and it's fine. You know, when, when they're talking or when Jamie's like saying, hey, blood, DNA, go and do analysis, this, that, and the other, yeah, I looked yeah. into it. I looked into it. Early in 1987, yeah. they had... That they they could test DNA. It was a thing. So whether it was, was something it? that well the known. filmmakers missed, or whether it's just showing the incompetence of the sheriff and his deputies. DNA testing and stuff was is still I want to say quite a modern thing. Like you know, past sort of twenty early nineteen eighty seven. And this movie is, we don't know when. Mm. So maybe it's the beginning of 987. We don't necessarily. It's Halloween. Like we literally okay, so is. they, do you know what? No <laughs> excuses, Sheriff oh, Dennis Lim. No, you I should have known. I, you should have heard of it. I wouldn't have thought it was that widespread anyway. I, I go with it. It's all good. The the joke works. It lands. Um, and yeah, I mean, you know, I'd go with it the... too if I'm fair, but I looked into it. 987. It was a thing. Fair enough. All right, roll the movie. <laughs> um, I I enjoyed watching, like sort of the almost like throughout the movie, 
you get like the reveal of like, oh, this this young person is actually that old person in the not old person, but that older person in in 2023. Like, yeah, we got to have some fun stuff there. Like you mentioned before, like Julie Bowen versus um, Olivia Holt playing, you know, playing the younger and older versions of each other. It was baffling at first how how much Olivia Holt looked like Julie Bowen, and I was like, "Wow!" After a while, I started to separate the two. But at first, I was like, "Oh my god, they've done amazing here!" Like it, it really like just sort of the look, the how they held. Oh, it was it was crazy, um, and it took me a while to realize that Olivia Holt was that girl from that show that you loved, the Cloak and Dagger show. I know you were a big fan. <laughs> I, I did love it. Yeah, do you know what? Right, when I was doing prep, I, I I didn't realize. See, yes, she was in Cloak and Dagger. I didn't watch the third and final season of Runaways. I didn't realize those two shows did a crossover because Olivia Holt is in Runaways as Dagger. I didn't actually get that far, but no, those those <laughs> shows didn't quite <laughs> do it for me. Oh, that's good stuff. You know, one thing. Um... Uh, yeah, look, I, I admit, like, I was having heaps of fun with this. Um, like, you know, like, you get all the slasher stuff. It's great. Time travel, we're always, I'm always a big sucker for for that. I mean, you know, like, watching this and, and again, they, they make a point of being like, I hate time travel movies. They never make any sense. And I'm watching them. I'm like, look, the time travel that they've got, all the rules that they're establishing, they make no sense. Like, I'm just, I'm just not on board with this time travel like concept they've got in this movie but at the same time it doesn't matter so i'm sitting there being like this is so stupid can I be honest but right when it, it when works. it comes it to works. when it comes to time travel whether it's film tv whatever if that's what we're told the rules are within a particular thing that i'm watching yeah you, yeah, you go with it just go with it because why not i mean that's that it is what it is they're going to reference you know back to the future you know whatever but it is what it is in that particular movie or TV show. What do you think to the reveal, though, of there being two killers? Because you find out that in the past, um, oh yeah, with the with the it reveal. was look, I'll I'll tell you, it, what, was, I was, it was the principal. I was sus on the the podcast guy, the no, Chris Dubasage, or however you say his name. Um, it seemed to make sense. Like he had the motive. He was he was there. He was sort of a, a quirky kind of outsider kind of character close to the mom like it, it seemed like an obvious choice and and so we kind of got that it wasn't until the scene at the they're at the van you know like she go jamie goes into the van and then there's that confrontation and then there's doug and suddenly doug this very timid friendly nice guy he, he just started saying some weird things and then suddenly i was like oh i reckon i could pick him turns out he's the killer in that time which is, I'm like, oh, well, yeah, okay, caught that one. And then, just to, as you said, two killers, um, Chris time travels back to the 80s and then is the second killer from the future? Like, yeah, so I was like, okay, I enjoyed the fact that it's like, even though I kind of picked the killers, there was a bit more to it. When were the killers the killers? Like, so... Chris, the podcast guy, wasn't actually the killer. Not until, until the present day, going back, back in time. time. Yeah. Yeah. Like he didn't well, that was older. It wasn't us 
it wasn't as successful as his dad. So his whole thing is that he's got this one story that he's been looking to tell his whole podcasting career and he needed to keep it alive. And that's what he was doing with Pam in the present day. And he left that note, not the killer. And then he goes back in time and it gets a little bit silly, but it is what (laughs) it is. And just like Scream, there's two killers. Yeah. And then again, sort of, they propose, like, what if there's two killers? Like, this is where, like, the time travel again gets kind of wacky because it's like, when did he leave the note? Not until he time traveled, right? And then left the note. But then the note had existed before Jamie had time traveled. So then that's when my head starts to spin and says, did everything always happen? Or are they affecting things? Or is there a. I don't know, is it contradictory things happening? And then the time-space continuum should collapse in itself because it's too hard to process. But you go with it because it's funny and entertaining. <laughs> and you know, at the end of the day, it works, man. It, just, it does. It but you know, I said earlier how, based on that trailer, we kind of thought Christopher Landon, you know, Happy Death Day, Freaky, yeah. we thought he was the guy behind this. I mean, this is a good film, but it's not one of his films. Uh, his... No, and and that's pretty clear. I think when you're yeah. watching it, there is a different vibe to it. Again, I still quite like this movie, and you know, but I think yeah, compared to how those other ones were handled, I think like Happy Death Day, Freaky. Was there another one that he did? Or was that it? Well, he came back and did Happy Death Day two. Two, yeah. Um, but I mean, like, I think on Netflix, that... he did that ghost movie, didn't he? What was that one with David Harbour, which was okay? And oh, he's, right, yeah. And he's next working on the new Scream movie. But yeah, there's, I mean, his movies felt theatrical, and this, you know, it's a good, it's a good streaming streaming movie. But you know, what? there's is... been there's been comparisons, right? Have you seen the movie from 2015, The Final Girls? Have I? I feel like if I have. You have. Do you know what? If you haven't, stop what you're doing right now. If I know, don't do that. But after we okay. finish, you need to go and watch it because that movie is absolutely fantastic. Comparisons have been made to this, but it is slightly yeah. different. In that movie, a young woman grieving the loss of her mother, a famous scream queen of the 1980s, finds herself pulled into the world of her mum's most famous movie. It's a little bit like Last action hero. There she's reunited, and the women must fight off the film's maniacal killer. So it's a little bit different, but comparisons were made to this. But this movie's time travel. That one is like getting a golden ticket and getting sucked into a movie. But that is good though. The final girls recommend that. <laughs> I'm recommending a different movie whilst reviewing this movie, but um Okay. Such a douchey thing to do, but yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. I, I just, anyway, the final girls, it's similar, but not like people are saying online isn't the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a pretty decent, it's a, it's a decent comparison and it makes sense that I can see the elements that are, that are mashing. Like, I don't know. I kind of feel well, bad for bringing that. that. I kind of feel bad yeah. for bringing that movie into it. 
Maybe that you threw segment, me off. I don't know. Maybe that part of the podcast won't survive the edit. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> it's done now. It's done. But I mean, that's that's essentially the movie. Like it's yeah, I think we I think we probably cover it if if you think so as well. I do, yeah. I, th- I think, yeah, I think we've covered it. I mean, I've just been talking about a completely different movie, so I think we're definitely. Well, I think ready, yeah, that's <laughs> if that's the clear ready point, for um, for the ending. Rating. Yeah, we're, we're good. Well, you you rate this movie out of five. What have we got for Totally Killer? I thought it was very interesting in the opening. I think it's the first time I've seen it where so we know that Amazon have purchased MGM. But to my knowledge, this is the first movie where we've seen, I can't remember exactly how they put it, but it's like MGM and an Amazon Studios production or movie or whatever. Did you notice that they had Amazon and MGM in the opening? Um, I remember the, the words flicking up, but I, I'll be honest, I never really put too much thought into it. I don't think I've seen it before. It's, yeah, anyway, I yeah, I, I should have researched it. But I remember seeing it in the opening. I thought, oh, that's that's interesting. It's the first time I've seen them put MGM and Amazon together. But then, anyway, that's not my rating. I I had fun <laughs> with this movie. I thought it played young sometimes, but it should do because it's teenagers in high school. It's supposed to, you know, feel young. But it's really hokey, the, you know, the time travel aspect of it but again like if i'm watching something they tell me that's how it works this particular thing i just go with it it's it's pretty good i think it is um it is pretty good um the same weekend we got pet cemetery bloodlines this is the better of the two (laughs) um i i liked it I did like it. It's not amazing. I like the look of the Sweet 16 Killer. Visually, you know, the mask works, the yellow hair, the earring looks cool. Um, You've got the gore. It's graphic. I mean, he's stabbing people 16 times. Yeah. Do you know what? I'm going to come in at a three out of five on this one. I like that. And look, for the most part, I, I fairly, I, I think I'm in line with you there. Like, like I said, like I had a lot of fun with this movie. It's fun. It's a fun movie, entertaining. Like, it's not perfect. The, I suppose maybe the 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 mash of the the humor with the you know with the horror elements and stuff. We've seen it done better, but this is still done pretty well. Like, I I like this movie. I would recommend this movie. I'll tell people like, yeah, watch it. Like, it's 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 good fun. It's entertaining, you know. Keep you guessing for the most part. <laughs> um, it's it's fun. I'm gonna give this a three point five out of five. Like again, like like pretty good. Like it's pretty good, pretty fun. I liked it. That's that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's um, that's fair. All right, and I guess that's it for our review of Totally Killer. If you haven't already, check out our other shows, Rewind and Review and Sounds Like Comics. Each of those shows also have their own Facebook pages. If you missed it, be sure to check out our recent reviews of The Exorcist, Believer, and Pet Cemetery Bloodlines. 
and stay tuned for our upcoming review of Scooby-Doo and Crypto 2. I guess Scooby-Doo, it qualifies as a Halloween movie, right? Just aiming younger. People don't know. (laughs) Behind the scenes, I've had to work hard to have this added to the schedule. But anyway, it's coming You just have this nice run of horror (laughs) flicks for October, and then you're just like, we're going to do Scooby-Doo. All right. (laughs) You've been listening to Jason. And you've been listening to Luke. We're the guys from that film studio. See you soon.